Welcome to Heaven Smells Like Books, a book review podcast. Hi, welcome back. Um, and I guess if this is your first time, welcome. So, as you know, if you're a returning listener, but if you're not, I guess you're just about to find out. Um, but anyway, I spent 2023 only reading books by Toni Morrison and God Help the Child. The book I am going to talk about in this episode was the final book and I read it in December 2023. Reading Toni Morrison back to back was definitely an experience and I'm actually considering writing about it but I'm really proud of myself for making my way through her books and I feel so incredibly privileged to have been able to experience her writing and I just feel like to have been born in a time that was after she started reading and therefore have the opportunity to experience her I just am I even worthy but so grateful for it uh anyway this episode is about god help the child which was actually the last book tony morrison wrote so this book is about a young black very very dark-skinned woman called bride and we follow her through her journey of confronting an an incident that happened in her childhood that resulted in the wrongful conviction of a woman. So, Bride was born to two very, very light-skinned parents who absolutely hated the fact that she was dark-skinned. Like, her parents were light enough to pass as white. They didn't, but if they wanted to, they could have. And her father literally left her and her mother because of how dark-skinned Bride was and her mother treated her very poorly for it and Bride being a child obviously she wanted to do absolutely everything she could to gain and experience her mother's love and so when her mother and a group of psychologists tell her and a group of other kids to wrongfully testify as witnesses in the trial of a woman accused of child abuse she did exactly that i don't know if the sentence i just said made sense basically her mom made her uh serve as a witness in a case and she basically made her lie um that the woman that you know the case was about actually did commit child abuse And that lie that Bride told basically haunts her for her entire life. The book actually starts with Bride experiencing a breakup. And Toni Morrison uses the breakup and her ex as ways to drive home the point on how... (laughs) Drive home the point on how childhood trauma can stay with you as an adult. And guide or misguide you... And the decisions you make and experiences you have as an adult. So the first theme I want to talk about is the vulnerable. 
I cannot speak today. The vulnerability of children and the importance of protecting children, as in always being on the lookout for them, actively looking out for them. And I think that is at the core of this book. It felt like while Bride's journey through processing um, that lie that she told was the main story that was the most obvious and accessible to the reader, it felt like the story of vulnerability of children was a strong recurring theme that Tony really, Tony as in Tony Morrison, not me acting like we're on a first name basis, but it felt like the vulnerability of children was a recurring theme that Tony Morrison really wanted the reader to pick up on. So starting with Bride being born to parents that absolutely could not stand the color of her skin, her mother's feelings about her were so bad that Bride used to try to find ways to annoy her mother, just hoping that her mother would then beat her just so that she could feel her mother's, to- her mother's touch. Do you realize how fucked up that is? And I think the lack of motherly love showed up in multiple ways in Bride's adulthood. One example was how she based a lot of her self-worth on her looks and her successful career. And I think because her mother made her so conscious of her physical appearance and how that was likely to hinder her success in the real world, I think those were the attributes she was most focused on as an adult for that reason. I think he also showed up in her relationships. For example, with her ex, from her description of him, it didn't seem like he made a real or any substantial attempt to integrate her into his life. She basically knew nothing about this man. But because I think that because she felt like she had his attention and he listened to her and because those were things she did not get to experience as a child... I think she then developed this very strong attraction and attachments to him. In addition to Bride, several other children in the book were victims of child molestation. And Tony Morrison really showed how the perpetrators are often hiding in plain sight. And how sometimes other adults are even aware that those people are child abusers and they just ignore it. For example... Bride's mother covered up for their landlord that Bride found assaulting a child, but then she was also the one that forced Bride to wrongfully testify as a witness against an innocent person in a child abuse trial. And I feel like her mother making her do that, I feel like that itself should count as child abuse, right? Yeah, the book really made me think about, again, how vulnerable children are. And I think they are like really helpless in so many ways and they need someone constantly watching them and watching out for them and then like actively ensuring their safety because we live in a deeply unsafe and fucked up world. There was also this little girl called Rain in the book whose mother was essentially profiting from and facilitating her sexual assault. She as in rain and how she was sexualized as a child and the behavioral changes that caused made me think of a little girl in another Tony Morrison book called Home. And unrelated to that, I saw a TikTok where the person talked about how women lash out on their kids when they are frustrated with life the same way men lash out at their wives when they are frustrated with life. 
and it made me think about the mothers in this book so bride's mother and rain's mother and it made me think about how it feels like everyone is just looking for someone that is more vulnerable than they are so that they can mistreat them just so they can feel bigger feel bigger than the world treats them and and i think another thing about this book was that reading it and sometimes thinking about it is quite disturbing i don't know if anyone else has really feels that way um something else about rain's storyline well something else that rain's storyline made me think about was how adoption can sometimes not be ethical so basically rain was kicked out by her mother and to reiterate rain was a little girl i can't remember her exact age but she was less than 10 years old anyway a couple find her after her mother kicked her out and they take her in and raise her together as theirs but they never want to talk about the things that happened to rain as a child they just sort of wanted to pretend it didn't happen but like how does that help rain process the horrifying experiences she had and I understand that it's a difficult thing to navigate but as adults and as adults that made the conscious decision to take in this girl that was obviously having an incredibly rough childhood I think it was their responsibility to figure out a healthy and a healthy way to approach it and support Rain through it like you can't just try to erase what a child's life was like before you and I've also come across a lot of content on TikTok on TikTok by people who were adopted and they usually talk about why they think adoption can be unethical and why the process seems to be more about getting adults who can't have kids or don't have kids getting those adults children and it's not enough about catering to the special needs of children who have had challenging lives and like you can't just try to remix their childhood especially for kids that at the time of their adoption or separation from their biological parents or family kids that at that that were old enough to be conscious of what was happening and remember their traumatic um their traumatic childhood and experiences and remember their parents like they're not going to forget those events and they remember them um, and so like you can't just ignore them because how would they process it and learn how to live with it and deal with it um, and it's also made me think about how sometimes separating families and forcing children into the foster system doesn't seem like the right thing like I'm sure there are instances where once the government deems that a parent is unable to properly care for the child like i'm sure taking the child away in some cases is absolutely valid and the right thing to do but also makes me think about what that experience is like for those kids um especially in instances where the parents are they're bad parents because of financial circumstances that they found themselves in not because they themselves are bad people and then instead of fixing a society that allows them to be in such economic um, circumstances you take their children away from them and like how does that affect the children how is that a good option for the children because those children are now ripped away from the people that they know and the home that they know as their safe space and 
the people that they love and care about and they're put into the foster system filled with strangers that they don't know um yeah like how do how do those kids process that separation from the people they've known they've known all their lives um yeah the only other theme that i want to talk about in this book is how trauma can be passed on and how it can stick around across generations um so bride's mother and her father came from families that were very light-skinned like i said and light-skinned enough to pass as white and bride's great-grandmother actually did spend most of her um adult life passing as white and i think this cultivated the idea that dark-skinned people were further down the totem pole and i think bride's parents having that upbringing excuse that notification (laughs) but um i think um bride's parents having that upbringing just made it so that they themselves could not offer their dark-skinned child a good childhood because they were raised to think that dark-skinned people have difficult lives um and are sort of unworthy um yeah and i think that was like generational trauma essentially and like her bride's mother could barely show her love and care like she even raised bride to not take up space in the world as in she was actively training bride to not call attention to herself and she was also really harsh on bride because she felt the need to prepare her for the harshness the real world was bound to show her and I can only imagine what that does to a child and their sense of self and self, self-worth. Because I always think, if you think the world's going to be horrible to your child, why not make the home and the family a safe space for the child? Why then decide that you want to prepare them for it so you make the home and the family hell as well and then the child experiences the reward and that is also hell. And so just they're just surrounded by hellish experiences how does that help um and then there was also bride's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend who's still on the theme of um the lasting effects of trauma and generational trauma um bride's ex or boyfriend who him as a child he lost his brother to a child molester who assaulted little boys and then killed them and that traumatic event followed him to his adult life which is honestly not shocking he struggled a lot directly and indirectly because of it he was unable to finish school because he wasn't handling the loss well and also he wasn't handling how his family chose to process the loss and grief and it also affected his romantic relationships including the one he had with bride so one final thing i want to say about this book is that it felt very different from all the other tony morrison books and i think it was because it wasn't set in the 50s or 60s it was set in a more recent and modern america and so i felt like i could recognize the america she was describing like the lifestyle and even the brands and the companies that she mentioned i was familiar with them and so that just made it feel different from all her other books um yeah i mean i could say more about this book but i'm going to end it here and so see you next month and for the first time in many 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 months 
we'll be talking about a book that was not written by Toni Morrison. So yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.